Hi, my name is Michael Hamm, and this is my very first podcast for my technology application class at the University of Houston Clear Lake. I want to share the highlights of a paper I wrote called Integrating Man and Technology into the Counselor of the Future. The purpose of this paper was to kind of look at the pros and cons of counselors' reliance on technology and modern counseling services. Um, Some of the highlights of the papers include the the pros of of using technology in in counseling, which is making record-keeping much easier. I mean, instead of keeping paper files locked away in a cabinet, you can have encrypted records and files on on a computer. Also, it makes communication much faster. You can send emails to clients and receive responses. Um, If you have to make cancellations, you could do text messages to cell phones and get information much quicker to your clients. As far as internet counseling goes, you know, you can have better schedules. Um, You can offer different hours that maybe a typical client that works a night shift wouldn't be able to access. Or people that maybe are less likely to walk in and do a face-to-face with a counselor are more likely to do an internet form of counseling, either through a um, a video chat or just a plain chat room. Also, you can access rural areas where there maybe aren't a lot of counselors, so your your reach becomes a lot wider, and you can you can offer your services to people um, from much further dis- distances than just in your immediate surroundings. You know, at the same time that you have pros, you have some definite cons to um, this heavy reliance on technology. You know, there's always the risk of privacy. Hackers can, um, you know, intercept communications, or they can break into your computer systems and steal files, or you can have corrupted files that destroy a whole a whole record archive. Um, with regards to internet counseling, there are issues with the verification of a counselor or patient identity um, if you're using a chat room format you may not be able to verify who this counselor is at any one point or even you may not be able to verify their credentials which could be serious a serious problem um, in terms of the the work of the counselor there's, there's there might be an inability to read body signs um, there's always communication that that a person gives not just from what they're telling you but from what their body shows you so the posturing, the bald fists, those are those are things that you won't be able to read across a, a, a computer. And, and so that kind of diminishes the counselor's ability to provide effective services. Also, um, you know, there's nothing at stake for the client. You know, if a client, if you, you know, part of the counseling might be to challenge the client um, to confront an issue, but for a client who's not in the same room as, as the counselor, they could easily just slam the lid on their laptop and walk away. So in that sense, um, you it's hard to kind of confront clients and push them in ways that, that would promote um, progress or, or success for them. Um, but some of the worst kind of dangers are the loss of humanity. I mean, counselor is being a counselor is about being with people and sharing your experiences and and learning and trying to, you know, get some understanding together. And I just wonder if that empathy can transmit across, you know, a digital ocean. 
I just worry that we're becoming these robo-counselors and that we're being replaced by too much technology. And an over-reliance on, t I mean, technology is a viable thing, but an over-reliance on technology can kind of supplant the work that we're doing instead of um, supplement us. So in closing, we don't have to shy away from all integrating of technology. We just need to follow the ethics, our guidelines, our best practices. I mean, after all, we're not cavemen either. Thanks for listening. My name is Michael Ham, and you can check out this podcast online. Yeah.